Saints, I greet you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, we have a shalom sharing, and uh, my subject is uh, be the heart. So, um, actually, it's difficult to present, so I just want to maybe get quick to it. So, I greet to also those who are connecting with us via streaming. The Lord bless you all. Do we love the Lord today? Amen. Amen. I want us to read, for the start, I want us to read the book of Ephesians quickly. The book of Ephesians quickly. Chapter 6. Prominera, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Prominera, nearer, blessed Lord. To thy precious bleeding side. Draw me near one more time. Draw me near. Nearer, nearer, blessed Lord. To the cross where thou hast died. Draw me near. Nearer, blessed Lord, to thy praise. 
spacious bleeding side Ukulele, ukulele How feel it when I Ukulele, morena Ukulele, ukulele How feel it when I Amen. Blessed be his holy name. Best 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. Against what? The word while is cunning arts, means deceit, trickery, craftiness. You see, you, you realize what we're fighting, right? It's, it's a spiritual war. That's what Paul is going to tell us. Eh? because this, Now we are guarding ourselves against these things. And I want to assure you that most of Christians, they want to guard themselves against anything else but not this. The deceit of the enemy. They would rather stay deceived but guarding their houses against tokoloshi. And against witchcraft and all kind of things. And that's not... Christians should not actually be worrying against or about that. Are you hearing me say this? So therefore, the word wiles of the enemy means a deceit, methods. You see, a craftiness, you see, cunning arts. This man that we are fighting, saints, has been in heaven, has experienced God more than <laughs> most Christians. He knows about a state before the fall which you and I don't know. It comes by revelation. He experienced it. So you and I were born in sin, shaped in iniquity, and we came here to this world speaking lie. That's not how we came. He was perfect. He was perfect until wickedness, evil was found in him. We understand that, saints? So I just wanted us to understand when we say, what are we fighting actually against? What are we guarding against? So that you understand the importance of the armor that you should actually be having. It's important to understand that it's the armor of God, it's not your armor. It's not the armor of the church, it's the armor of God, right? That is, that is very important. Number, number two, we need to understand that Anywhere where you are given an, a uniform, you have to be certified. You have to be confirmed by the company that you are worth representing them. We understand that, sense? So therefore, you can't just be armed. You, you get that? There was a time here where a certain pastor, they were doing a particular work, a particular revival, 
and that was to that way of battles and so forth and somehow a person who is a true soldier borrowed him the clothing that thing nearly got the pastor in trouble actually it got him into trouble so through the help that he got at least he was he can be arrested and the person who gave him the the, the the uniform. You can't just wear an army uniform. You must be sewn in it. So now we're talking about the armor of God. Amen? Amen. Now the scripture continues to say, put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not. That's where, we, that's where I'm coming. I'm not going to Go too much down. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Are we clear about that, saints? <laughs> oh, goodness gracious me. You wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's why the devil is not going to bring flesh and blood to you. He is bringing a thought to you. He is bringing a thought to you, and that's where the issue is. Now, I want you to get this. Hold this. I want you to get this into your heart. And remember it as we continue. The word comes to your hearing or your listening ability as a voice. But in your heart, it remains or stays in your heart as a thought. Can I repeat that? That the word comes to you or to your listening ability or your hearing as a voice, as a word voice, but it stays in your heart as a thought. So we are sharing God's thoughts. <laughs> I want you to understand that he becomes again what he was in the beginning. Now, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. The reason why it says it was with God in the beginning, it was a thought and it was expressed and it became flesh and it returned back to thought again. So therefore, when you receive the word, when he becomes thought into you, he takes the place again as God. Amen. Are you getting that? That's why you receive the word in your heart. You see? You keep it in the midst, excuse me, of your heart. That's how you keep Christ in you. He said, me and the Father will make you an abode. It will come and be in you. So if you know where the Father is, then you know where you can be. The entire thought saying that I'm trying to bring here with this is so that you may understand your design, who you are, and the kind of battle you are in. And so that you may overcome. That's the, that's the most important thing because we are living in time of pioneers, people that must overcome to enter into the rapture. 
Are you getting the sense? So, 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 this is very important. I'm trying to bring it to you. Now, here it is. Let me just say it to you. Now, the weight, we understand, saints? It returns back to you as what? As a thought. But what I want you to understand, what I want you to put a thought to is relocating. This is the series that I'm trying to, to bring to you. Relocating premises. Relocating into God's house. We want you to relocate into God's house. You cannot, as a Christian, be roaming in the world of spirits. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You cannot be roaming in the world of spirits. You must have a place to rest. Are you getting that? You must have a place to rest. Now, in order for you to have a place to rest, you need to understand who are you. Why are we supposed to battle spiritual battles? And forces. Why are we there in the first place? Paul says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And now, if we wrestle against flesh and blood, not, not against flesh and blood, how would you fight something that you can't see? That you have no clue of? You realize that the manner in which the battle, the spiritual battle of Christianity has been taught to the Christians it has actually been missed of what it is. Amen. Amen. Alright. Before I finish reading this, this verse, I want to say that some of us here, think of it, you are here, but you are not here. Is that, is that possible? You can be in a place and actually not be in that place. And uh, you find that your body is here, but you are only your, 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 that's why we ask people to watch, to be to focus. When we call your attention and focus, we are trying to say, be here while you are here. Because you are made in the image of God, you are made like God, you are a spirit trapped into this tabernacle that seemed to hold you to a particular space. Yet, it can't hold you forever there. Amen. That's why you can still be here and be somewhere. Even with your dreams, you understand that. Sometimes you can be here and not actually be there. You find that your heart is here at the church, but you went somewhere else. Are you understanding that? Because... You are a spirit. You are not a body. That's why the devil is not interested in your flesh because he knows your flesh anyhow is going to, to be here. The elements of the earth, the 16 elements, it's retaining there. And the scientists now, they have been against this thing. They have been against it until they understand. Are you getting that? Until they agree to see that 
all the uh, elements that are found in man is actually in the earth. That's why it is very important to eat that which has been grown, not from the factory. Not the, the food that, are, that is manufactured. Any food that is manufactured is not health, healthy to your body. All the things that you like, the Russians, the garlic, and the polonies, and all, the th- all them things, is not good to your body. You must get something from the ground. It's healthy. Anyhow, the dietitians will tell you that. Every dietitian will tell you that. We understand that things. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Are you understanding that? But we wrestle against what? Principalities. Against powers. Against rulers. These are levels. These are levels of frequency of darkness. Oh, people. I want you to get something here. Oh my goodness, what I'm talking about is something else. So I, I'm asking you to try to follow me and then pay attention and then maybe we will try to break it as we go. Now, it's people are actually filled with different frequencies of darkness. They, sometimes you walk around with that particular darkness. That's why sitting particular darkness that the prophet would actually see upon a person and say, I see darkness there and that's death. You see? And he will tell you what the, what the name of that, 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 that shadow is. But it is very important to know that all shadows, <laughs> shadow is because of a light. It could only be a scary thing before Jesus comes. But now that Jesus came, it's only a shadow. If David understood that it's a shadow, a shadow can't harm you. Who is afraid of the shadow of a lion? What will the shadow of the lion do to you? I tell you nothing. So the lion is killed. (laughs) Are you getting me? Or the lion is dealt with. Christ dealt with the lion. You are dealing with the shadow. It's a deceit. Are you understanding that? You need to understand. You need to understand this. So, therefore, I want us to see all these different frequencies of darkness that one deals with. Now, we have got principalities, we have got powers, we have got rulers. Now, these are princes, kings, and so forth. In that one, because how we have principal, something principal, that is, you understand that the, 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 the particular kind of, of authority that it is. You see, those are frequencies of darkness. Now, and now we're not dealing with pigninis here. We're not dealing with lighty demons here. We're dealing with, with real deal here. And then we're not talking about casting out of demon that can come back again. If you are still roaming in that sphere or in that frequency where you or your spirit and demonic spirits are in the same reality. You are going to feel the pain of it. You are going to feel the reality of these things. That's why when you cast it out, it will come back. 
But you, we want to elevate you to a sphere where demons, when you have overcome them, they not coming back. You, if they can't come back, it's quite impossible for you to actually be having such or be in the battle of such. Are you getting what I'm saying? There can be a way that they don't come back. That's why the scripture says, if you have these things, they shall make you. They will empower you not to fall. Are you listening there? Amen. Where Paul is getting. So, you need to know, who are you? You understand that? Amen. Now, I'm going to make this so that you understand. Remember, ne? The prophet said this. Now, any people, uh, uh, anyone who listens to the prophet now, this is very important. You understand when the prophet speaks to people, he, want, he would do what? He would, firstly, he would try to contact the spirit of that person. So now, he, oh, hallelujah. The spirit of that person is actually captured within the realm of spirits. So he need to contact the spirit and remove it, relocate it. Relocate it to catch the spirit. I will, I will read the quotations for you. To catch the spirit. So that it is not in the same frequency level with demonic forces. And immediately when you free the spirit, the demons can hold you. That's how simple it is. To get out of sickness, diseases, pain, and so forth. That's why the most important thing that the prophet does whenever people are sick, it is just few services where the prophet went directly to the prayer line. But on a normal circumstances, it would be as though your sickness is ignored. The person is too sick in the church, but we preach and we are not praying for a person. That's what people want. They want you to cast out demons and pray for them. But the prophet brings us to, a, to an understanding. What do we do? We bring you to the level of the weight. We take the weight to do what? To relocate you. Are you getting that? To relocate you, to relocate your spirit. Because you're not the flesh. You can be here. Oh my. Do you know how pain can take you out of church? While you arrive in here, a sickness can take you out of here. So we have to catch your spirit, relocate the spirit, and brings it to a level of frequency that is more faster, where demons are actually operating within the fourth dimension, and the spirit of God moves in the seventh dimension. So when you are, oh, hallelujah, man, glory to God. When you are elevated, what's going on? Do you understand what happens? You walk faster in a sphere of a higher dimension. It, sickness can't. It is expelled there. Those demons can't go back there. Amen. That's where the Lord, the Holy Spirit is elevating us to. Relocating to God's house. Are we understanding that, saints? Lord have mercy. I hope we get what we are talking about. 
That's why Jesus can say in John chapter 3, what is he saying? He says, Nobody has ascended up to heaven, saving he who came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. I want you to understand that he is here and he is right in heaven at the same time. So him being here did not, this tabernacle did not hinder him to be in heaven. That's why Paul says he was speaking in Rome. He was in Rome when he speaks and say in heavenly places. He is in heavenly places in Christ Jesus at the same time. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I'm trying to tell you who you are. I'm trying to tell you that you are a spirit. And then in order for spirits to communicate and do all these kind of things, they communicate by thoughts so that another spirit can actually engage you and possess you. <laughs> are we getting it now? Blessed be the name of the Lord. So Paul says we fight against principality and powers. Now I want you rulers of darkness. Now understand this, saints. Another thing here that I want you to understand. Anything that is not God is darkness. Amen. Anything that is not God is darkness. Number two. There is a mutual understanding between, death, the, between darkness and light. Can I repeat that? There is a mutual understanding, a law, a principle between darkness and light. Whenever light comes, darkness flees. <laughs> when there's more light, darkness goes away. Are we getting that? So we need to understand that God is light and Satan and all his forces is darkness. Anything you want to produce for God that is not from God is darkness. Regardless, even if it can be called with the same name that the light is called. People don't understand what I'm saying. You can call it love. You can call it humility. You can call it that this man is humble. This man is kind. This man is patient. But if all them things are not produced from the light, it's still darkness. Though they have the same names. Are you getting what I'm saying? Though they have the same names. Hallelujah. The source. source. The source is very important. Now, I'm going to make you aware. But in the book of Genesis chapter 4 and chapter 5, we've got two families that has the same names. There's a Henoch with Cain and there's a Henoch with Adam. The Henoch of Cain did not go to the rapture. The Henoch of Adam went to the rapture. Are we understanding that? These were the sons of God. These were the sons of Satan. Or the sons of the serpent. Are we getting that? So it does not mean when you say somebody is loving and is kind. So that person already 
is getting it from God. That's why you need to understand that the acts, you see, these ways, these thoughts are actually from the spirit, which must be what? Because you are actually, you see, in the spirit we have got waves. We're talking waves, frequencies, and so forth. We are not talking, we're looking at you, you're looking at your body, and you think, hey, no. You only have that body because of this dimension that, where you find yourself in. You also, that's why you are a communication channel. You are a frequency. So, your body is meant to express the spirit of God on earth. The will of God from the spirit. That's what it's supposed to do. So, against the rulers of darkness of this world, <laughs> against spiritual wickedness in high places. In where? Wow. All these high places. <laughs> we can make examples saying, at night, darkness comes from the high places. You don't get darkness from the earth. You get it from the high places. That's where the light also would come from. The word high places is actually heavenly places. Are you getting that sense? That's why we see the stars and the moon in the high places. They are meant to do what? To rule the night. So that the earth is not left alone in the night. Are you hearing me? Because the earth is in God's eternal plan. That's why the earth has had to go the same route that you go for actual redemption. It had to go through baptism. It had to go through cleansing of the blood. It must come also and receive a fire baptism. And then it will be ready for, for what? For eternity. For the millennium, it will be cleansed. And when eternity comes, every, God is reshaping the whole thing so that the Jerusalem will come here too. That is the original plan. You see? So, let's do it quickly because at least I have, uh, oh my Lord, by the grace of God, we have gathered some things. I don't know if I went ahead of myself. But this is very important. You will catch where we are going now. It will help me just to relax because there are certain important facts that I have shared which we will actually break down as we go on. Okay, saints? Amen. Listen to this. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand. To do what? The word withstand is to resist, oppose, to set against. You must be able to resist in the day of evil. And having done all to do what? What is the standing there? Means. It does not mean only just to stand up like this. 
to remain in a covenant. To ensure that you are not breaking that covenant. Amen? So, now, he says here, stand therefore. That's how you stand. That's how, how you remain or continue within a covenant. Having your what? Loins gathered with truth. <laughs> it means your entire strength of the body to give you the stability, it should be truth. That's the first thing, right? And truth is a thought that is spiritual. Right? Now, that's the first thing the devil did. When the devil brings deceit, he, what, he challenges truth. And we say somebody has fallen or backslidden. It's because truth was challenged. Are we understanding that? Amen. That's the first thing he comes. That's why the scripture says, we, the wiles of the enemy is to make you backslide, is to make you to fall, is to make you to be weak. You understand that? Now listen to these saints, okay? And having the breastplate of righteousness. Amen? The breastplate of righteousness to cover what? Your chest. You see? To cover the most important thing. You see? Now, now, and your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. What does the scripture tell you? That's what you should be actually uh, testifying about. That's what you should be. That it should be what you go with. You walk with. Wherever you go, the gospel of peace. You must bring people to what? The good news of peace. The only thing that brings you peace. That's why the thoughts of God cannot stress you. You are stressed by the things of the world. Oh my goodness, this and that and tomorrow. The cares of this world are what are bundles of darkness in the frequencies that are actually roaming around. If, oh, if you are homeless, that is a trouble. A homeless person is a troublous person. A troubled person. A person with lots of calamities. Now, listen to me. Satan is roaming. He does not have a home. But he has told himself he wants a home that God wants. And you must understand that he roams. God asked him, where are you coming? And he said, I'm still roaming here. I don't have, he does not have a home. We will read scriptures quickly now. Okay, let's read this one and we'll sit down, saints. Um, above all, taking the shield of faith. Say, so taking what? But how is the shield of faith coming? We'll come to that. Where with you shall be able to quench all the fairy darts of the wicked. What are the fairy darts of the wicked? Those are those wiles. 
faith. But your faith must be established upon truth. It must be the faith that was once delivered to the saints. It cannot be just a faith. Amen. Amen. How do you get faith? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing must come also when God speaks. So therefore you must have a particular weapon that will release a shield. You cannot have a shield if this weapon is not in you. So it means now you have opened for them. When you disobey the word, you have opened. It means you have disregarded truth. Then you open, you, you lose shield. And you give the devil a space to attack, a place to shoot you, to attack you. Because something that is supposed to shield the darts of the fiery darts of the enemy has been thrown down. When you put away the weight, you don't have a shield. Goodness. That's how you lose it. <laughs> oh, simple that is, huh? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, hallelujah. Now, he says here, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit is what? Now, all other armors that we have are for what? Protection. It's for defense. To defend yourself. Even the shield. Faith is to defend you. You can't use it to attack. The only weapon that the elect is given for offense is the weight. That is the only, the only weapon. Even prayer is not for an attack, oh, people of God. Amen. Amen. Prayer is not for an attack. Prayer is like asking for help. It's like using what you call an orchid to get, mayday, mayday, we're in trouble here. Oh, help us, whatever the case is. It's, it's, like, it's like that. Are you getting that? Amen. Prayer, you want to use prayer to attack, we come against you, Satan, and we make noise there. Oh, Pentecostal, Pentecostal. Who bewitched you? And the people in the media, come against the devil right now, in the name of Jesus, you see. <laughs> You see, that's why you like to push people when you pray for them. Hallelujah. We like this one. God, in the name of Jesus. God, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. You are a joke. Because the demons understand and they are asking themselves, is he crazy? What's going on here? They even just leave you alone and say, okay, leave this, this person. They continue with their things. Because people like that one, that one, who dance on and do that, and now you're working, and you will see and how people are, will not be coming like that, and then, oh, hallelujah, Jesus, and, and it's like the Holy Spirit is here, and then they are, they are anxious, oh, Jesus, and I, I bless them, the Lord, I bless them, and I take away this, and I take, oh, my, come on, shut up. <laughs> who are you dealing with? What are you dealing with? Saints. 
what is that? I come against you. And then they, we pray against them demons and they're not going to come. Do you know how many people I had to pray for them at school, at universities? Because they challenged the demons. We were just doing their own things. They went to challenge them. And the demon came down and possessed them. They were crazy at school. So, so they had to call someone. That's why the prophet tells you when you choose a pastor, that's very important. You must choose somebody who has the experience. Who knows about being there. Because you can't be taken there by a person who has never been there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because if that be the case, he has to use what we call what do you call this thing? The map, whatever. What do you call it? GPS. And GPS is leading all of you. <laughs> Including him. <laughs> Just like the pastor see them, they're using GPS. The present play believers. They try to use GPS. They have never been there. <laughs> and they want to take people there. Yet they don't know how. But they must press. And play. So the voice of somebody, of, of the prophet, is speaking. So all of them, they must follow the GPS <laughs> to arrive at the place. <laughs> Do you know how many times you use a GPS and then you go to another place? <laughs> because everybody now must give their own conclusion. No, I was listening to it. He was listening to it too. So who's leading who? The present play believers. With all your present play GPS, that's trouble because that's not God's plan. Amen. Amen. The sword of the Spirit. Praying always, that's another one. With all prayers and supplications in the, in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. You understand that, saints? Maybe see them. <laughs> the book of Mark quickly chapter 16 the book of Mark chapter 16 Mark chapter 16 verses 15 it says and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that are connected with the word. I'm going to use that, that phrase that the prophet is using. You see, these signs shall follow them that believe. Believe here is to be connected with. So most of the time when you deal with people in the, uh, who are attacked by demonic spirits, sicknesses and so forth, you need to Connect them. Disconnect them and connect them. Disconnect them from a particular sphere and connect them. You see? So you are connected with truth. You see? So you have nothing and you are given something. Anything that is darkness is nothing. So we have to give you something, introduce something to you. You see? When somebody is caught up in sin, that particular person is having nothing down and alone. 
So that particular person is in a sphere where the power of God or the miraculous of God or where the promises of God are absent. That's where the devil pulls you to. To a place where there's no promise. <laughs> you understand that? He does not want you to be in a place where there are promises. For God gave preachers to preach. And he laid eggs. Oh my. Amen. He laid eggs. And these eggs must bring forth, must produce of their kind. And these eggs are promises of God that must hedge. But they must be what? Hoovered by the Spirit. Are you understanding that? They must be brewed by the Spirit of God. And it will hatch. The egg will hatch, meaning will bring forth a promise. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Amen. But then we will read it. We'll read the quote now. Amen. This sign shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall what? Shall cast out devils. In what? <laughs> In my name. Not with my name. I know many people, they want to, they cast out devil with. Not in. The two things are different. So if you do something in my name, it means, you understand what you You have been given the surety. You have been given uh, the trust to, to sign on my behalf. You get what that, what that is? Oh my goodness. The people who know law will tell you how beautiful that is. So, so therefore, I can't just give you my card, my, my bank account card, when I don't trust you. That you will be responsible with my name. In my name. So if I give you my PIN number, you are going to operate in my name. Because the bank is not going to say it was you. Oh, but do you hear me? <laughs> the bank is going to say it is me. Mm. However you draw, withdraw, the bank is going to say it is me. That's why when you have a credit card or a credit card of a particular uh, store that sells clothing, clothing store and so forth, they want it to be you. If you don't have a card, you must have the ID and you must have, you have to sign particular things when you buy. Now, in other stores, when you buy with a certain amount, they have to call to ensure, they will ask you a lot of questions to ensure it's you. It has to be you. If it is not you, you're not getting it. If they can be so careful 
to go so much deep in. Hallelujah. Why wouldn't the Lord go deep into himself to ensure that I am in him so that he can give me the authority to sign in his name. In my name. Many people are casting demons and they are killing them. <laughs> the demons have beat, beaten the, the sons of the, of the high priest. Do you know why? They didn't do it in his name. They did it by his name. Not in his name. They had no authority to use his name. My children bears my name. My wife has my name. She can do things in my name. You understand when you marry somebody, you say, you are going to do everything in my name. You are going to bear my name. <laughs> oh my, and be married to a crook. He's <laughs> going to use your name. He's going to mess up your name. Not gonna use your it's not going to use it, it's going to abuse it. Amen. Don't we see it outside here when the name of the Lord is abused? The name of the Lord has been abused big time. So in my name, that's why people will be in the name of Jesus. <laughs> nothing. I mean they have nothing. Because they don't do it in his name. <coughs> These people, they come. Now, think of it. It's Matthew chapter 7. They say, Lord, Lord, in your name, we have done miracles and this. Jesus said, no. It was a fraud. Goodness. I never knew you. So it's a fraud. These people are criminals. They are hooligans, preachers. You're in somebody's name without an authority. And they have been getting it. The problem is that what they have been asking, they got it. And that's how a deceit of the enemy came into the kingdom. The people trust the pastor because the things would be happening. But I want to tell you, trust the pastor... That will take you to the word without touching you. The word would have worked with your sickness. You would be completely healed because the devil will never come to you again. If the word touches you. Because the word that he preaches will be elevating your spirit into a realm of the Holy Spirit. Where no other now. That's because we are elevated, right? We are seated with him in heavenly places. And if you are elevated to there, the demons, these demons were angels that come from that realm and they were cast out. They won't come back there. They won't go back there. They will never be accepted back in there. They know that they are darkness and they cannot come into light. <coughs> oh my, can I ask you a question, saints? Have you ever got into your house when it's dark and say, in the name of Jesus, darkness go away, in the name of Jesus, darkness go away, whatever it is. Have you done that? What did you do? Press. Switch on the light. Oh, hallelujah. 
This thing, this is bigger than me. So when you are pressed into the waves of Roman spirits, press the light. <laughs> That's all you do. There is an agreement. There is an agreement. There is a mutual understanding that when the light comes, darkness give way. The two are not in the same frequency. You getting me, saints? Hallelujah. Glory, glory to God. So in my name, I want you to understand the things you do in his name. So that you know that these people who are claiming these things are not doing them in his name. That's why you will have tongues. Your tongues, not his tongues. His inspired tongues. Because you are not doing or speaking them tongues in his name. The scripture says they were all in one place, in one accord. Hallelujah. Is that right? Is that true? They were in one place, in one accord. Is that true? These people were told to what? Wait. Until the promise of the Father comes. So when it came, the tongues they spoke, it was in his name. That's why the scripture says, as the Spirit gave them utterance. You getting that? He shall speak in other tongues. They shall take up in. (laughs) You go take a serpent. Go take it. It will kill you. There is a church where they actually take serpents. They believe that this scripture said they they should take serpents. But many of them, they have been killed by snakes. Because of taking snakes. You must take it in his name. Oh, hallelujah. Just like Paul. Amen. He took it in his name. Hallelujah. When it beat him, he thrown it into the fire. And they were waiting for him to die. They didn't realize it is in his name. <laughs> oh, my. I'm trying to show you that there is a way to fight. When you do things in his name, you are actually in the weight. Do you hear me? Because the weight is in you, it has a name. So you don't have the weight in you, you use. Can I repeat that? You don't have the weight in you, you use the name. You understand what's going on here? It's like you took the name, you are gossiping. <laughs> you, or you talk about a person that you don't have. So if the word is in you and it is heard or obeyed, it means it has a name in you. So you use the name of God who is not far from you, who is right where he belongs. That's the difference. That's why the prophet said that it is quite impossible for someone to actually stay where he is standing and never get healed. It's just quite impossible. He said that. He said, here where I stand, nobody can stand there and not get healed. Regardless whether he believes or not. Oh, saints, 
This is something so beautiful, something so amazing. But the truth is, you need to understand as a spirit that the sicknesses, diseases are spirits. And they also come thought. They are actually transferred as thoughts. And most of the time where the word of God is disobeyed, you have actually laid down the only weapon that should... Oh, people of God, people of God. Listen to this. In order to use the word, it's not to say, the, the word of God said, I obey the word, the devil is a tech. <laughs> you get in that sense? So every time you do what the word says, it's a weapon that has offended the enemy, has attacked, has, has hurt, has injured the enemy. Amen. The obedience of that way. It means that way resonate in you. But when you lay it down, you lose the protection. The word, oh, oh, hallelujah. The demon you were supposed to have attacked comes for you. It will find you open-handed with no weapon, with no shield. You better listen to me, saints. Relocate, relocate, people of God, into God's house. Relocate into a protection. <laughs> Do you know, saints? You know, that's why when people maybe backslide sometimes and they start believing nonsenses and so forth, they will go away. Especially people that will actually leave the message and so on. They just go away and start, you know, dressing like the world and be all these kind of things. You know, what they have, which was abandoned, it's like the, 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 the program son. When you are out of the father's house, everything you have will do what? Diminish. Eventually, you will have... And remember, you will have a place as long as you have it. <laughs> you are accepted as long as you have it. Until you finally lose it all. Because it decreases until it is finished. When it is finished, nobody will give you a place. Then nobody will oh my, sympathize with your condition. Then you will have to find the lowest work to retain your integrity and dignity. At that time, you are alone and nobody cares about you. And there's only one way to understand this. Is to get back to the, to be relocated to the Father's house. The word of God, many people has, as long as they are here. Until such a time that they have disregarded, laid down the word. And started to do things they would never do. That was, that way written in the scripture. When they find preachers out there that tells them they mean nothing. They just mean nothing. That's how they think. No, it's not a big deal. You are under grace. That's what they think. They think, they think grace gives them a license to do as they please. No, sir. No, sir. Until they are emptied 
and they have nothing and they are about to eat with pigs. If it can come to know the love of God, the love of the Father, it will help you to relocate. I will stand up here. I will rise up and go back to the Father. Hallelujah. Uh, ooh, that's why the Father must have a place. Oh, people of God, you don't get me. The Father must have a place. The Father must also have a place. So, saints, the word of God being obeyed is attacking, is injuring, is weakening and and remember, that's an elevation into a sphere where, listen to me, where demons, when they are cast out, they never come back. You must understand that you can only get that particular atmosphere by the message of your time. It can't get, you can't get it otherwise. Because God must pave a way for you to make it to the sphere where the Lord is. says, in heaven, seated. Oh my, oh my. The word seated there, it would actually mean that you have settled. <laughs> you are settled. You are not working anymore. You are not working hard. Your work is done. You don't have to work, but the battle is already overcome on your behalf. Amen. Stop fighting so hard. Buying oils and water. When you come there, you want to do all the oil things. You must just put the oil, find stickers and put it on your car. When you go into that car and you have to put the waters and all this kind of thing. After that, there's an accident on that car again. This person has put all these things. Many, it, is, it, is, it is of pastor this one, doctor this one, prophet this one, apostle this one. It's all the stickers. But he's a restless driver. <laughs> now the car is bumped all over. I don't know where is the stickers doing. And all the waters and things that are thrown into the sky and all those kind of things. You understand? These people are trying to work hard. They need to relocate. Come up here, saints. Relocate into God's presence. Relocate into God's house. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. You gotta struggle with all the nightmares at night, dreaming all kinds of. Uh, amen. You, <laughs> you dream running away every time, and you run away from this thing, you run away from that thing, and also, hey, come, relocate, my brother. Get connected to the truth. Connect to the word again. Because the word is your only weapon. When you obey it, it takes away, it, it harms the enemy. Amen. It deals with what is a problem with you. Because all the problems we have, it is disobedience to truth. All the problems we have, it is the problem of the word. It is the word problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. The word that we don't have. The problem we have is a word problem. 
So when you take the word back Amen. into your heart and start to do that, you relocate. Oh my goodness. You are, you are being caught. Your spirit, your soul is removed from the realm of Roman spirits. So that you are not actually in the same frequency of evil spirits. Are we getting that, saints? Elevated. Come up here. Come up here. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. When they are connected. You see? It does not say they believe in sick, they're sick. Some people are not going to believe. You just have to lay hands on them and let them recover and go on. But you must understand, you must be in a particular realm. <laughs> oh, glory to God. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. This thing is, oh my goodness, my time is up. Let me just, I'm not going <laughs> to read many things. Oh my, oh my. Let's take it quickly, my brother. Let's take it quickly to Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. Saints, I will, I will give you the subject clearly and maybe fully on Sunday so that you can have a clear understanding. We'll, we'll pave the way to it. There's a, a, a good platform that we are actually putting on for this. Now, listen to this. Isaiah 66. Let's start from this one. Okay. Let's follow here, saints. Thus saith the Lord, the heaven is what? <laughs> oh, Lord, I, I love this scripture. <laughs> heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. So footstool and stool is the same, right? Where you put your, your feet here, but we will understand that. Where is the house that ye build unto me? Why is he requiring the people? The house to build. How can somebody build for God? You getting that? It's like you're asking. Now, it's not the same thing that God is asking here. Because this, you must understand by revelation. But if you take it literally... You can ask the birds to build for you. They're going to build a nest, right? You can ask the fox to build for you. You're not going to be able to enter in that thing. That hole of it. So now here, he says, where is the... Go back, my brother. Where is the house that I may build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? Now, oh my... Do you see what's going on here? Are you getting it? He says the place of my rest. Now, and that is the issue I have. It is as though that the house and the place of rest are two different things. But they are the same thing. The place of my rest and the house is the same thing. If you want to understand it, Stephen is telling us about it in Acts chapter 7. Now, 
the thrones. Heaven is my throne and the earth is what? The throne is not a place of rest. The throne is a place of authority where we execute authority, instruction, judgments, and so forth. Are you getting me? So, God is not resting in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he works <laughs> in heaven. And the execution and the operation is at the footstool. Because earth is where the execution, all the operation of the manifestation of the instruction is happening. Amen. You getting me, saints? That's why God did everything in man and he had a temporary place of rest for one day and God didn't have it. That's why God is asking the question. He's asking his own children, where is the place of my rest? All right, let's see. Where's the place of my rest, right? 747. Acts 747. Let me just show you something there. Let's start it from verse 46 here. Yeah. Ready from verse 46? There's something that I'm trying to bring to you. Saints. This subject is big, so I can't be able. That's why I was saying, let me just say, speak it without any interpretation so that at least I can give you a good platform. To start up. Hallelujah. Who found favor before God and desired to find a tabernacle for God, for the God of Jacob? Gone. But Solomon built him a house. How be it? Let's go. How be it the most high? What? The most high. <laughs> Dwelleth not in temples made with hands, as saith the prophet. Now you need to understand that even Solomon, after building the temple, he knew that God is not going to dwell in there. Amen. He said, this is not where God dwells. Amen. This is the place. He is saying it in the scripture. Where I make sacrifices, where I make offerings to God. It's a place to make offerings and sacrifices to God. Now, listen to this. Okay. Gone. Heaven is my throne. He is quoting. The very uh, chapter of Isaiah that we read. And the earth is my footstool. What house will ye build me, saith the Lord? Oh! Are you seeing it now? <laughs> oh, what is the place of my rest? So therefore, the house and the place of rest is one. Are you seeing that now? Amen. Oh, my. When we say relocate, we want to show you that you have to understand the house of spirits. An abode that is capable to house spirits. Glory to God. 
That's why when the Lord delivers us, it is so that we and the Spirit only, being the Holy Spirit. Demons are terrible. They will possess you and bring another. They're not happy. They will just come. It's unfortunate. You can host spirits. You must understand how we said we have to deal with thoughts. Because some people are just housing a spirit. Or spirits. So, the Lord is speaking of the place of his rest. Just take me to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. <laughs> oh my, I want us to read something there uh, quickly. Maybe it will, it will just trigger something, just before we close. Let's just, let me just challenge you and, and trigger. The Bible is, is, is beautiful. It's, it's wonderful. So, I couldn't get close here because everybody wants to talk to me. When the Lord speaks, it's terrible. When you fellowship with them, at the time you want now to fellowship, now you need to tell them what the Lord is saying. They don't want to talk. They busy everybody. But when God wants to bring these things, they want to talk. Everybody wants to talk to him. That's why I had to run away and go into another, another office. Because now at work now, these people are, are talking to you. And they force you to talk to you. Hallelujah. Listen to these things. In the beginning, God created what? <laughs> the heaven and the earth. <laughs> heaven is my throne. And the earth is my food stew. So <laughs> before that, where did he stay? <laughs> what a wonderful question. Heaven is my throne. And this is my food stew. God does not want to rest in heaven. There's no place of rest for God in heaven. Amen. And the earth is his food stew. So therefore, where is the place of God's rest? Are you getting it, saints? Don't you know? Hallelujah. That you host the Holy Spirit. You need to understand that's why the Lord Jesus was saying, Me and the Father will come and have an abode in you and you in us. So, oh my, when you have the understanding, then you know where the Father is. You can be with them, <laughs> you can be able to relocate because you want heaven. When the place of rest <laughs> is supposed to be right here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen to this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And what happened? The earth was without form and it was. <laughs> Ooh. Do you understand, saints? The footstool. <laughs> It was without form and void. And what happened? And darkness. You see? Oh, do you understand? What was the reason 
of the formless and void, not how it became. What was this? It's because now darkness, darkness was upon, darkness was visible. That's what he's telling us. Upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved. The word moved is brood or hoovered upon the face of the waters. Hallelujah. He brood. It was the operation of the work of the Spirit by the instruction that comes from heaven. When he started to say, let there be, and the Holy Spirit started to do. <laughs> and when God moved the earth and so forth, you see the Holy Spirit was brooding there, making love to the earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To hedge, give enough, amen, brood, and give enough uh, nutrition to bring forth so that all the promises spoken ooh, can be made manifest. Amen. Oh my. I know I said making love and then people are shocked. It's fine. You need to understand I speak a thought of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to read a quote. I will read the quotes on Sunday. So that I will leave you thinking that. Amen. So the Holy Spirit is doing the work here. On earth. The earth is my footstool. Heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. That's why Luke just does not say heaven was without form. <laughs> the earth was without form and void. Then God gave instruction. Now we must understand that God does not rest in heaven. God made the place of rest. Without the place of rest, you are rooming, you are without peace, you are homeless. You need a place of rest. You must relocate. And now you need that weight. You need that weight. That weight does many things. Sharper than any twisted sword. Oh my. It, it, it goes deep to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Can you imagine where it goes? Oh my. To the middle of the middle. <laughs> the myths. Amen. It is so powerful because it goes, the word of God goes into bones and the marrows. The word of God can, oh my, infiltrate spaces. Oh my, even if I am, I find my bed in hell, he is there. The way, who, the word, to do what? To pick me up, to catch my spirit and relocate me. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. Let the weight do its course. Do we believe the word today? Let us seek be healed.
Amen. Amen. Let the needy be filled. Let the hungry be filled. Let the thirsty be filled. Blessed are the poor in spirit. We don't lay hands, we speak it. And we know from today on, you are elevated from a problem. You will never again. Them demons will not come attack you again. When they come back, they will find nobody. Give them nobody to come back to. Relocate, my brother. When they come back, there's nobody. All things has passed away. Behold, all has become new. You can stand your feet. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Saints, I can't read the code because I don't know which code to read. I don't know which code to read now. Now, the prophet speaks of a girl who was having a dangerous cancerous, uh, uh, the cancer of the, of the blood. And uh, it is just before he speaks, uh, 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 he, he preaches the uh, greatest battle ever fought. Now, there is two weeks, and then he's telling the church that, uh, where he visited, he visited the church, and he's telling the church about that incident. And he says that God, you can actually take me back there, my brother. Oh my. He says that God, let me just read this, this, this little quote, oh my goodness. He says that God wanted to do what? He wanted to show the church, oh my, to prove to them, to try to show the church where they delivered the power lays. So that they know, he didn't even lay hands, he didn't actually even pray for the, 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 the child. When the child was brought, the person who, who could die at any point in time. But the Holy Spirit brought him here on the pulpit to preach. <coughs> he didn't lay hand to that person. And that particular person was completely healed without laying on. Just the weight to bring you. Oh, are you understanding? To catch your spirit, to contact your spirit, to just relocate your spirit from that, that sphere into another. I get him, he says. That's what Jesus do when he talks to the woman at the well. What is he saying? Give me water. He didn't need water. He told the disciples, go. Go get meat. He didn't meat, wanted meat. He wanted to catch the spirit. And he did not need no disturbance. That's why when the prophet is beginning to do this, he says, be reverent. Don't go up and down. Be quiet. Now, when he speaks to a person, he will begin to do what? He does not go straight to the problem. He wants to bring the word, to give the word space so that the person can be, the person's spirit can be caught. You catch the spirit. You, you contact the spirit. Because the spirit of a person that is sick or a spirit of a person that's in trouble or of any kind is roaming in the frequency of spirits. Wait. So therefore you must you must contact. People don't understand me. We're talking spiritual things here. We're not talking maybe here. That's why when he speaks at the grave of Lazarus, he contacted Lazarus. He was in the world of the dead. He wanted the one that died. That is needed here. He contacted the spirit. 
And here, when you are sick, then therefore you are in, in the same frequency, same level of the spirit. So the word must contact you, must, must, must contact you and catch you. So that it can pick you higher than the frequency of Roman spirits. Immediately when that happens, you healed. You understand that? Amen. And I tell you, nobody is sick anymore here. Amen. Today, I tell you. That is the Holy Spirit. It is gone. I tell you, every sickness that has been in his place is gone. Amen. Every devil is no longer there. Even if you had a trouble of disobedience to the word, is gone. You go back to obey that truth. Amen. Let me just. Can I read that, Mr. Masaput? Let's read it quickly. And then, because now I have two, three minutes. <laughs> Let me just read it quickly. Oh my, oh my. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Oh my. Oh my, and oh my, oh, I love this one. Oh my, oh goodness. <laughs> oh my, let me just read this one quickly, Mr. Sapuri, and then as we read that, I will, uh, I will, I just want one quote that will say that, and then we are done. Oh my goodness. It's a short quote. I, I gave you the long one, the long version, and gave you the short version. Oh, let's leave it, Saint. <laughs> this person knows how to close. <laughs> he just knows how to close. When they open it, they take long. They don't open time, but closing, oh, they just know it. All right, God bless you. Brother Caesar, you can close it, my brother. And then we will just give the saints uh, an, an extension here on the thing. What do you call it? On the tape. Can I read that quote, saint? It is of no use anymore, but then I can just read the quote. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, it is uh, exposition of seven church ages. I think it's the Philadelphia church age. Eh? Philadelphia church age. He says he never told them to go into, the into all the world and establish Bible colleges. Nor did he tell them to pass out literature. Now, those things are fine. Listen to the prophet well. But what Jesus told them to do was to preach the gospel. Stick with the word. Are you seeing that? Amen. And then the signs will follow. <laughs> they follow when what? You see, it is the word first. Then the science follows. You understand that now? That's why I say sometimes we don't need to touch somebody who is sick. The signs will fall. I'm trying to give you something greater than laying your hands. Are you getting that? All right. The very first introduction we have in the way the kingdom of God was to be, is to be preached was when he sent out the twelve. You see, he commissioned them in Matthew 10, 1 to 8. Commissioned and instructed them in his, in his wife. And when he had called unto him, 
his 12 disciples, he gave them what? Power against unclean spirits. Power against what? Unclean spirits. To cast them out and to heal all men of sicknesses and all men of diseases. Now, it's power against unclean spirits. These unclean spirits are darkness, people of God. You just need to take in the light. Hallelujah. The word is the light. Take in the light and see what happened to darkness. Okay? Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let me just do this one so that Brother Charles can be okay. Amen? Brother Charles, I think you're going to be okay with this one. Oh my, Mr. Masapuri. All right. Oh, Mr. Masapuri, I was just thinking that you're going to. 167, uh, paragraph 167. The impersonation of Christianity. Eh? The message, the impersonation of Christianity. Paragraph 167. Listen to this. Our bodies were here before earth was made. You hear that? They were here before earth was made. For we are of the earth. Right? All that we are made of is calcium, potash, petroleum, uh, cosmic-like atoms, uh, holding us all together. See those 16 elements, right, saints? And how by some mastermind we were made thus what we are. Not just a heaping together of potash and calcium and petroleum, but something got into the inside and began to create, and I was made thus. In the beginning, listen to this when the prophet actually explained it. In the beginning, the Holy Spirit began to brood over the bleak desert. Did you hear that? Brood over what? The bleak desert. Excuse my emotion. But when there was nothing, and had never been nothing, but the Holy Spirit was sent from God, not an intellectual, but the Holy Spirit was sent from the presence of God. It was sent from what? To do what? Operations. From the throne of God to do the operations. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my first too. All right. To make love over there. Are you okay, Brother Charles? Are you okay, my brother? <laughs> I know you are fine with that. Amen. And it was. He stretched his big wings around the earth and began to make love and or to brood, to coo over the earth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I love what I'm reading. Amen. I can see calcium and potash coming together, and a little Easter, little, little Easter lily stood up. The Holy Spirit brewed it out of the earth, and he kept brooding. And as he could and brewed, I begin to see trees coming up. Hallelujah. You see what he's saying? I begin. Hallelujah. Somebody speak like Moses here. <laughs> Amen. Just stop your uh, alarm, please. 
is stressing me. Let's do this. <laughs> Amen. It's cooed and brood. And I begin to see trees come up. Birds begin to fly. Amen. From the earth, animals begin to walk. And then he kept cooing. Hallelujah. Making love. Amen. And a man came up called Adam. And Adam looked lonesome. So he made a byproduct for him and he took a rep from his side and made him a sweetheart, Eve. And he loved Adam and he loved Eve. And he take them. And I can see little Eve as he laid her little head against the shoulders of Adam. Hallelujah. Oh, people of God, can you actually have the excitement I have while reading this? And she was everything that a woman could ever expect and more. And as she laid against the big strong shoulders of her sweetheart Adam, and they walked through the garden, perhaps maybe the lion roared. She couldn't be scared because she was no there was no fear. Because there what? <laughs> There's no fear enough, you see? Amen. So he said, Sweetheart, that is a lion. I will call him Leo, the lion. Come forward. Cheetah, the tiger, you come here and lay down. And they followed them like kittens. <laughs> Glory to God. Let me just stop it there. Say, God bless you. <laughs> Those two quotations, I think. Uh, they will bless you in your hearts. I wanted to bless you with that. There's actually more quotation that I shared with Mr. Mishapudi and so forth. So uh, you can share the two men and the rest we will, we will share on Sunday so that they can, the, the believers can relate to, to the teaching. God bless you. So shall we close our eyes? Our dear Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, we stand here and we are grateful to your word. Father, we ask you to relocate us. Help us catch our spirit by your word. Connect us so that we can stick and stand to that word. With the obedience, Lord, with the repentance and obedience of this word, we automatically bring weaknesses. Uh, we weaken the enemy. And as a result, Lord, we overpower the enemy because we become relocated into the sphere and be seated with you. Here we stand, Lord. We cannot be in the frequency of Roman spirits. So that, Lord, the frequency is the same and therefore we find ourselves overpowered, pressed, sick, diseases come in and all kinds of things, Lord. Please help us, Lord. Elevate us, Lord. We want to listen to your way that says, come up here. And here are your children, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Protect them, Lord. Protect the seeds that's planted in them, Lord. Help it to gematize and to produce fruits and eventually bring a great harvest. We ask this message in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are about to leave, Lord. Help us. And I pray, Lord, that everyone, Lord, that would give into you today, Lord, as we also obey, not coming empty-handed to you, Lord, obey by our tithes and offering, Lord. We also, Lord, attack the enemy. When we don't also, Lord, we allow the enemy to come in into us, Lord. But help us, Lord, to overcome the enemy today in everything that we do as we obey you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, bless them, Lord, as they offer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, saints. Thank you very much. My brother, as you come, we will give an offering. And, uh,